This is a HeadGum Podcast. In 86, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club Okay, all right, Tanner, here we are, week four of this death march through the uh, Babysitter's Club Mysteries, two books a week. Well, this is only week three, actually. Is but it? Okay. Gives me plenty of time to have my boy and shape him in my image. Oh, God. Was that the plan? I think so. Okay. I'm in the boy's room right now. I just explained to you before we started recording that mm-hmm. the office is now a boy's room. Yep. And I am sitting in a rocking chair, which is going to add something interesting to my audio. Mm-hmm. I spent all day sourcing studio space in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. That seems it's like It's all very expensive. Expensive pain in the ass. So, Baby Nation, please, uh, we're just going to put the the reminder up top in this episode. Please go sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. It's the only way I will be able to afford studio space so we can keep recording either podcast. Yes. We are already spending the boys' college fund on equipment both boys both boys both boys oh oh cyril's as well yeah okay because cyril's is going to need to go to a much more expensive college i think than your boy i don't think our kid will even need to he'll get a scholarship for being such a prolific and talented beautiful basketball star with a name like bingo bango green ring i feel like that might be the only future for him or or a circus clown yeah i'm fine with either i think circus clowns make a lot of money yeah. You're going to, um, Jack, just real quick before we really get into the meat of the episode, mm-hmm. you're going to improve the mood a little bit? <laughs> don't, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Because I know it's only like 540 in uh-huh. Austin. Okay. But I'm going to need you to lift that mood just a little bit. I've been smiling like a Can you take a shot or lunatic something? this whole time. Having the time of my life. It's early. Take one of those adrenaline shots and mm. jam it in your sternum. <laughs> My mood is fine. I'm excited. I read a book that I loved today. It was tons of fun. It was a master, a, an instant classic, a masterpiece. I loved it. I was worried because iBooks um, now has star reviews, star ratings. Oh, no. I don't want to see that. <laughs> and this one had a, a fairly average star rating. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a bad one. I get five stars for the title alone. I'm going to start going in and counteracting whatever, like, fucking asshat is giving these books bad reviews. Yeah. I'm going to start giving them all five-star reviews because they are all five-star books. Let's go in and start, like, virulently and upsettingly arguing with people in the comments. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? You fucking You fucking idiot. uneducated swine! <laughs> go back to your state school! <laughs> That kind of stuff? Yes. I'm sorry if Dawn and the Surfer Ghost went over your head. <laughs> um, yes. Okay, I finished the book. Okay, yes. Finished. Okay. Finished the book. And so, now I can rate rate the book, write a review. Okay. Five stars. Review title. Let's review this book on live on mic. Okay. And anyone who goes to find this book will see my review. Okay. And you can say it was helpful. Great. Okay. Headline. Dawn and the Surfer Ghost is an American classic. Okay. Dawn and the Surfer Ghost is an American classic. Okay. Penned by the prolific genius, Ellen Miles. 
penned by prolific genius Ellen Miles, Dawn and the Surfer Ghost explores themes of love, betrayal, loss, and carving wicked breakers. Themes of love, loss, betrayal, and carving wicked breakers. The only knock on this book is that it is... Quick question. Quick question. Yeah. Oxford comma? Yes, please. Okay. And then you said you did have a piece of criticism. A story that exposes the heart of the American West. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. This tour de force will... Spell that? T-O-U-R space D-E space F-O-R-C-E. This tour de force will... Will leave you clamoring for more ghosts... More surfing and more Ellen Miles. And more Ellen Miles. Okay? If this timeless masterpiece can be said to have any flaws at all, it is only that it is too spooky and too scary. Too spooky and too scary. Read with caution. Okay? Five stars. Tanner Greenring and Jack Shepard. We really loved this one. Tanner Greenring... And Jack Shepard. We really loved this one. I should do that as like the sign off, right? Okay, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Parentheses? Sure. A little stylistic flair. Really loved this one. Yeah. Okay. I have a proposal for you. Yeah. We do this every week. Okay. And it's a new segment <laughs> where we wait, rate, and review. We can do a little prep so we don't are not literally like yeah. typing messages on our phone beforehand. Yeah. But I suggest we do this every week. Yeah. And it'll help boost the profile of the Babysitter's Club in iBooks. Yep. And help hopefully move some fucking pulp. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We should throw it on Goodreads, too. I'll put it on Goodreads, too. I'm not signed up for that, but... Okay, well, send it to me, and I'll I'll stick it on on the old Goodreads. I think um, maybe... Apple has someone at Apple has to read that and approve it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so delighted. Tim Cook is like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's Tim Cook. <laughs> oh, no one's ever reviewed one of these books before. Jo- uh, Joni, get in here. <laughs> why? Why am I getting this? <laughs> Text it directly to my phone. Let's talk about this book. Yeah, baby. I'm waiting for you because you're Let's supposed to say books, hi, hi nowadays, baby. and you never. And not, oh you, yeah, you said you would. <clears throat> you said you would, and I said you wouldn't, and I was hi, like, hi, and welcome. No, hi, hi, and why, why, and welcome to the Babysitters Club. And then you say, see, we fuck. I'm not supposed to say hi, hi. I'm supposed to say why, why. No, you said you say hi, hi. I say why, why. And then you say and welcome to the Babysitters Club. And then I no, say you say hi because I say, I'm the and only one of the club. two of us who can say why why well. You're bad at it. No, okay, okay, fine. Okay. But well. also, okay, fine. I'll say it. Okay, but you, you say it. Also, will going forward forget to say why why because you no. have to put some mystery weighing on it. I'll put a mystery. You can't just be like and why why. Okay, you have to put some mystery weighing on. You've it. You heard s- me say the word mystery. right? You whisper mystery. I put lots of mystery well. weighing on that. Yeah, so well that when I edited the theme song to stick your little mystery into the end of it, I didn't even have to do another take. I just like grabbed one from the first time you said it. Yeah. Oh, one take green ring. Over and you here. said I can't put mystery wang on something. You can put mysterious Eat a fart. You can put mysterious wang on mystery, but okay. I, I don't think you can on. And why, why? Okay. Okay. Test me. All right. Ready? Step up. 
Hi, hi. Oh, my whole rig almost just fell over. <laughs> Tanner is in a my rig is very precarious. rocking chair this time, which is, I bet it's squeaking. I bet it's picking up, and it's certainly distracting. I bet not because it's brand new. Oh yeah, I think Fresh we have out that of the same box. one. It's good for uh, breastfeeding. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> hi, hi. And why, why? Ooh. And welcome to the Babysitters Club Club Mystery. No, God. yes. Jack, we agreed that it's the club club mystery club. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. Take it from the top. You had fucking insisted. Baby Nation, Riddle Babies, we're still ironing out the kinks on this. <laughs> Bear with us. If this was a web page in 1998, it would have two little construction guys. <laughs> and it would be us. A gif of two little construction yeah. <laughs> guys. Under construction. Hi, hi. And why, why? And welcome to the babysitter. Was that too sexy? It was just sexy enough. Okay. Which which is very sexy. Yeah. But that's how sexy we need it. Um, and you know what? Why don't you join me on one of the clubs as well? Okay. Second one, maybe. Whichever one you like. Second one. Okay. You got you got all your three things that you need to do down, right? Yeah. Okay. Hi, hi. And why, why? And welcome to the Babysitter's Club. 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 Mystery. Club. Ooh. <laughs> Chills. Ooh. I think that you should do it on the first club. Okay. Just because just then you'll, you'll have time to recover and say mystery. Like this is a, a rich response. This is a rich, dense text, and there's plenty okay. to discuss. All right, fine. Let's but just if do you want to take it from the top one, one more take. time. One take. Okay. Hi, hi. And why, why? And welcome to the Babysitter's Club. 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 Mystery. Club. Okay. I'm Jack Shepard. I'm Tanner Greenring. And each week we read a new novel in the great Babysitter's Club mystery cycle by Anne Mystery Martin. This week we're going to be talking about a novel called Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 12, Dawn and the Surfer Ghost. Five stars. I loved it. Five stars. I loved it. Jack, I just happened to be at the end of the book because I was filling out this um, survey that iBook sent me about whether or not I liked the book. Mm-hmm. Let me read you a passage that I think is maybe troubling. Okay. This is at the very end of the book. Mm-hmm. All rights reserved under international and pan-American copyright conventions, no part of this publication may be reproduced, transmitted, downloaded, decompiled, reverse engineered, or stored in any or introduced into any information storage and retrieval system in any form by any means, whether electronic or mechanical, now known, or hereafter invented without the express written permission of the publisher. Hmm. For information regarding permission, write to Scholastic Inc. And which one of us was supposed to write to Scholastic Inc. three years ago before we started this? Oh, boy. Can we just say it's parody? We have written to Pete. We have written to Pete and um, the uh, the The Leviathan. Leviathan. Yeah. So we can say we have, like, implied Implied consent. Per- permission. Implied permission. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll hold up. Uh, I guess since they haven't come after us. Uh, what I'm worried about is I downloaded the book off iTunes, mm-hmm. iBooks. So, Apple, you're in trouble too. Tim Cook. Yeah, Tim Cook. Because they reproduced it. They reproduced it. Yeah. And then we do read passages on the show. Do you think? It's parody, right? I think it's fair use because we're commenting on it. Okay. And we did comment on it earlier. We said five stars. Loved it. Yeah. American thank, Masterpiece. Thank God. Yeah. Whew. Okay, so what we got to do is we got to talk about this book. If there's Someone a- once did ask me. I told them, the uh, co-worker, mm-hmm. 
heard about the show and asked me what it was mm-hmm. and they were like oh do you just like so you just like read the book each week and i was like yeah we read it and discuss it. he's like oh okay so like you don't just like read the book on the podcast <laughs> that is not the only person who said that I, <laughs> it's a it's a fairly common response to the point where i've like when some, when it comes up they're like oh you have a podcast what is it like in the past i used to say oh yeah we read a babysitter's club book every week and like right 50 of people are like <laughs> oh you maybe people you don't just, like know what podcasts are we're right like, okay <laughs> and scholastic's fine with that yeah like why would we need to like schedule time even you could just like yeah. <laughs> we have a very regimented schedule it would also be unbelievable both of us come on yeah and read the book together <laughs> yeah. it's like bu- like the worst budget ass audio books <laughs> two people who can barely like string together a sentence <laughs> It takes them 10 fucking minutes to introduce themselves. <laughs> okay, we got to talk about this. It's a book. It's got a surfer ghost in it. It's so good. It's, um, oh, should we do, um, I feel like we should do. Oh, sure. Um, this, uh, ignore all that. Sorry. Yeah. Forget everything. Forget you everything. Heard. Yeah. It's not the Babysitter's Club Club Mystery Club. It's um, hey, actually. surfers and surfettes. It's me, Half Pipe. Hey, grommets and uh, wave humpers. <laughs> it's me, Weed Lord. Hey, Weed Lord. <laughs> I spent my day carving breakers, chasing rhinos, and riding screamers. But I got oh. some time to read this book, The Surfer Ghost. So fucking gnarly, Half, pi- half Pipe. Uh, half Pipe. Okay. Yeah, welcome to the show. This is the... We Heart Kids Club Club Mystery Club (laughs) Yeah Yeah Gnarly Gnarly And there's a a Ghost on the beach Oh Too spooky for me man I just Uh, I'm so high Hey uh Hey uh What did I take Right Oh Yeah (laughs) Oh I guess it's kicking in already (laughs) Yeah Oh who laced my uh, stuff, Dr- uh, drugs. Uh, yeah, the drugs. The drugs that I love taking. <laughs> okay, okay. Good. So it's it's uh, we it's heart a, kids. Club it's a club we heart kids book. club club book, and we're both surfer stoners and I guess like um, disc jockeys. We're like radio radio bros. I think they're. I think my idea is that they're ra- they're on the sure, radio. Sure, 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 sure. You know the game. You've you've played the game Jet Set Radio Future, right? Or Jet Set Radio? Um, when you play, as they say, when you play the game Jet Set Radio Future, you either win or you die. Don't they say that? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. It okay. sounds like it's probably from a movie. Okay. But anyway, the entire game is um, narrated. Mm. by a disc jockey cool. called DJ Professor K. Okay. We're right behind a smooth stream of supersonic sounds. And I'm your captain and DJ Professor K. Jet Set Radio! And every cutscene is uh, is DJ Professor K talking about the turf war between all the rollerblade gangs in New Tokyo City. That's uh, so cool. <laughs> so that's who we are, I think. That's, that's who, who we are. That's who Weed Lord and, and Half Pipe? Half Pipe. Yeah. God, Half Pint would be cool, too. 
half pint is kind of cool. It sounds like maybe it's an ice cream thing, though. Oh, man. I may have told this story on this podcast before. It's difficult to remember. But my first day, I went to college in Scotland. And my, like, I just had no concept. And, but I was 18, and it was like my, probably my first time legally in a bar. The, my first day of college, I went out with my, like, new roommates and shit. And it was like the middle of the day. So I, instead of getting a pint, I was like, oh, I'll just have half a pint. And my, yeah. my new roommate turned to me and just goes, half a fucking pint. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it took some, some weeks. I was also and wearing a like, pint and uh, a pint, a pint <laughs> yeah. and a half. Yeah, and uh, I'll have a pint with that as well, of course. Yeah, uh, I just need a chaser. Yeah, to fucking chaser. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a nice guy. Let's have him on yeah. the show. Yeah, his name is Gregor, and he actually ended up. He was very nice. He just had a, a loud <laughs> Scottish accent. Yeah, Tanner. Half pipe, half pint, weed lord. Uh, you describe some the book. of my new favorite characters were introduced this week. Oh. So good. Some great guys. Thrasher. Thrash. Gonzo. Spanky. Ugh. Oh, I've got a hot segment for that. But we'll, we should describe the book. Okay. I was stalling because I was looking up a... Um, I was looking at my description. Okay. In the, what? In the cloud? Yeah. Uh, DOS? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, we do so many fucking podcasts now that I can't remember where we did an extended MS-DOS bit. And I'm sure <laughs> neither can our listeners. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I think I found a good one. Hmm. What do you mean when you say, I think I found a good one? Don Schaefer, Keanu Reeves, is a special agent for the We Are Kids Club. Schaefer gets partnered with Steffi, Gary Busey, and babysitting charge, who is more than committed to her work. The two are asked to investigate a number of surf crimes committed really? by a group called the Ex-Presidents, uh, who wear <laughs> masks of former presidents Reagan, Nixon, Carter, and Johnson for their robberies. Steffi has a theory that the Ex-Presidents are a group of surfers and asks for Schaefer to go undercover as a surfer. The problem is, Schaefer couldn't surf to save her life. That, plus the two continuously being hassled by unpleasant and rough agent, um, Sonny Winslow, John C. McGinley. With the help of Gonzo, Laura Petty, a competent male surfer, Schaefer begins to gain the respect of local surfer Thrash, Patrick Swayze, and his crew. Utah, uh, sorry, Schaefer forms a close bond with Thrash, but the relationship between Schaefer and Thrash becomes limited when Schaefer suspects that Thrash and his group are the ex-presidents. Say the name of the book? Or? The name of the book is Babysitter's Club Mystery Number... 12. 12. Dawn and the Surfer Ghost. Bad job. I'm just looking at... Uh, Not, I, I, I want to say this really quickly, just yeah. to defend myself. Okay. I will admit that I got a guy in. Mm-hmm. I'm a busy man. I live a busy lifestyle. I don't yeah. have time to sit and think about these book descriptions a lot. Mm-hmm. I bring in extra help. I went to a guy, mm-hmm. and that guy is called Jeremy Thompson on IMDb. Mm-hmm. And he helped me kind of form this one. Mm-hmm. So anything, if there was any issues with that book recap... I'm going to go ahead and blame Jeremy Thompson for that. I think it was just the, not... re- the reading. No, no, no. I think if there was a website that this this 
synopsis was on that you could go read it, you would go and see that it's a pretty it's a pretty poorly written. Synopsis. Okay, all right, yeah, fair enough. All right, I'll allow it. Um, I just rewatched Point Break recently, and it holds the fuck up. What's the relevance? We're talking about surfing. Yes, yes, yes. And there is a ca- character in it called Gromit. Is there? <laughs> yeah. Is he one of the ex-presidents? I think so, yeah. I have another question for you. Yeah. You are famously mm-hmm. everywhere online known uh, as yeah. ex-president. Mm-hmm. Is it from Point Break? No, but that would be cool. <laughs> because <laughs> I also had another theory, which was that it's it was a conjunction of expatriated resident yeah because you're british that makes no sense and i think that's actually something you told me once no that's something you said the literally probably the first time you saw it and mentioned it you're like so that's two strikes resident yeah two strikes and you still haven't revealed what it actually yeah i've learned not to tell the story okay i told it i will i will solve this someday i told it once to our the guy who hired me at major media company He's just, yeah. he's a lovely guy, but he's like kind of kind of like had this like gruff affect, and he's like, "Why ex Why ex president?" And I told him the story, which is this. It's de- a point break, sir. <laughs> deeply personal story, and then he was like, he was like, "Uh, okay, uh," and it was a very awkward. Like he just didn't know what to say. <laughs> um, so it's not from Point Break. It's not an expatriated resident. It is a deeply personal story. Okay. I mean, not in the not riddle in babies a, are going to want to know. It's just about it's about who I am. Yeah. Um, th- but that will be this week's mystery. mystery. Um, what I would like for you to do is pull up the game sixty second burger time burger run, idiot, and ha- give it a little playthrough whilst ideally paying attention to what I say. In so you five, react four, to it. three. We're in Palo City. Dawn and the We Hearts Kids Club are doing their thing, and uh, Dawn is taking surfing lessons with Sunny Winslow. While she's taking surfing lessons, she meets this cool drifter surf bro called Thrash, who's the best surfer in Palo City, and there's a big surfing competition, and Thrash is probably going to win it. Uh-oh. One day, they're taking surfing lessons, and there are a bunch of cops, and Thrash's signature surfboard has, like, washed out to the beach, and it is totally mangled, and Thrash is dead. Oh no, Thrash is dead. Then, while Sunny and Dawn and the We Heart Kids Club are doing like a beach camp for their babies, they see like a ghostly surfer at night surfing the waves. Uh, it's a big mystery. Back at home in Connecticut, Marilyn and Carolyn are kind of working out some issues related to uh, uh, you're almost out of time. the fact that they are twins. Uh, uh, but then it turns out that Thrash was alive the whole time. Someone fucked up his surfboard uh, and time. damaged it. Oh. <laughs> well, you normally, would, I would get it. You, I, I just did so fucking well on 60-second okay. burger run. I made it to level six. Okay. All right. Well, then that's something for me to beat next time. Oh, I wait. did so well. I never do the sixty second. No, you run. don't do sixty second mystery run. clock. You do mystery clock. Seems unfair. But uh, I didn't hear a word you said, man. I was fucking in the zone. Thrash Level was alive. Six. The um, no. Hey, stop! You don't get more time. Now we're just talking about the book. We're just jazzing about the book. Thrash was okay. alive, and um, he someone had no. Hey, no, you're describing the book. You're not having a conversation. Hey, hey, T- Tanner, remember the part of the book where it turns out that Gonzo had damaged Thrash's surfboard and he faked his death to try to get back at him, but Dawn eventually um, 
like persuaded Thrash that the best way to get back at him was to call the police and then enter the yes. competition and win. Yes, I, I love that, that part. I you had, so before the descriptions, you said you had a new segment. Did I? Yeah. I said I have a new. Segment. I said I have. I have new favorite characters. Thrash, oh, I've got a hot Gonzo. new segment. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's just for this. It's not a new segment. It's just for this. I was thinking we could um, we could try to figure out what's your surfer name. What's your surfer name? Mine's Weed Lord. No, that's our our like California like smoke dog name. What's the difference? I don't know. In the context of this book, I feel like you could get because they're all like. Okay. 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 So how do we figure it out? How do we get there? Gonzo. Yep. Spanky, Spanky are the are the two names that jump out, and Thrash. So I think it's, I think it's like it's just a cool adjective. So I found this, I th- found this list on Thought Catalog of cool, okay, perfect, yes, 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 one hundred cool adjectives. Yep. Uh, so I think we, I just need you. What I need you to do is come up with uh, like some some way that makes it idiosyncratic. Like, is it your birthday? Like, what number? Idiosyncratic. Okay, I am literally the head of quizzes at major media companies, so I think I can do. So, this. like, what? It's like your birthday, or it's like the you're, you're the ninth, the seventh number of your phone number. Something that something that will give us a large set of numbers. Penis size. Penis size. Penis size. No, because then we would will reveal. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Fine. Penis yeah. size or vagina size. No, I don't want that. What? No. <laughs> um. What about what gives a number? Penis size or vagina size? No, okay, that's not that. Okay. <laughs> Number of days you've been alive. No, it's something that you yes. know. But it's going to be way more. This this list of cool that adds of only has one hundred and seventy. So okay. So it's only going to be people people who if you've been alive for more than a hundred for more than a third of a year. One hundred and seventy. Okay. How about this? Mm-hmm. The the number in. Take your birthday, uh-huh. figure out what number day it is in the year, and listen to this, and if it's over 170, okay. divide it in half. Okay, fine. That's great. So mine is nine. So my cool surfer name, according to this thought catalog list of cool adjectives, is abounding. Ooh. <laughs> Poetic. Do you want me mine to is 24. It? Yours is 24? I'm glad we're both January. Axiomatic. <laughs> Can you play the We Hard Kids Club Club music again? Yeah. Oh, gnarly bro. My name is Axiomatic. Yo, and it's abounding here. I just took a big rip off my bomb, my gravity bomb. <laughs> Me too. I love. I'm a. I'm a real Chiba head, and I love doing <laughs> recreational drugs. Surfs up. But just the okay ones, not the ones that are actually like super bad for you. Yeah, they, they call me abounding because I'm abounding in kind. Bud. Yeah, they call me axiomatic because. Uh, <laughs> just quickly Google what axiomatic. <laughs> it means evident without proof or argument. Because you don't need proof or argument that I love fucking Chiba. <laughs> That's great. Um, Tanner, I was thinking maybe we could take a quick break and then. Oh, wow, I feel like we've really just actually really dive headfirst into the this book. novel and talk yeah. a lot about it. Okay, fine. Okay. All right, uh, goodbye. 
Can I tell you about the time that I tried to take surfing lessons down under? Yeah, you got to make it relate to this book, though. Okay. Thrash, mm-hmm. the surfer, yeah, goes down under when he comes back from the dead and wins the surf competition. Yeah. Down under has the best waves. Yeah. I one time went to Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. I've actually been several times. But. Yeah, so have I. Uh, and went to Manly Beach. Been there. Because I thought, well, that's where, this is where I, I'm supposed to be. It's where you belong, yeah. Yeah. They're like, sir, are you lost? <laughs> <laughs> that is almost literally exactly what happened. <laughs> I went there on a weekend. I was there over a weekend, and I thought, I'm going to do two fun things while I'm in Australia. The first thing I'm going to do is go and watch a cricket game. I've never experienced cricket. It would be fun to do. Great fun game. Then I said, I'm going to take the train down to, I actually took the ferry down to Manly Beach, and I'm going to learn how to surf. Uh And I went out to Manly Beach, and I went to the surf class that I looked up beforehand, and I said, hello, one surf class, please. (laughs) And they said, great, mate, real quick safety check, can you swim? (laughs) And I said, no. (laughs) Never learned. And they said, you you absolutely cannot take surf lessons. If you don't know how to swim. <laughs> I'm glad they thought to ask. I bet that there are a bunch of fucking grommets like you coming out. It was like a like, form. Oh. Like they gave me a form and they're like, you know how to swim, right? And I was just like, oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, I went to a cafe nearby That's nice. and ate breakfast. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Um, a uh, lot of great characters in this book. A lot of great characters. Thrash. Thrash. Let's let's talk about Gonzo. Thrash. Let's just talk about Thrash. Thrash is cool as hell. Um, I will read. He's a some... fucking scrub bum, but he's cool, and he calls Dawn like Kalea or something. Oh, it's like so that. cool. I, I just want to read a bunch of Thrash passages. So here's okay. the introduction to Thrash. Thrash 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 edges. As we were standing in line to pay, Sonny leaned over to whisper in my ear. Don't look now, but that's the thrash back there working on that board. I peeked into the back of the shop where a guy was working on a surfboard set across two sawhorses. I couldn't get a look at him, but I could tell he was a little older than most of the high school kids who usually hang out at the shop. Who's thrash? I whispered back. Only the hottest surfer around, said Sonny. He's incredible. I've seen him do some really radical stuff out there. She nodded toward the waves. That's helpful. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's where. There's a lot of gesturing in this book. But so here's a description of Thrash that I think will probably get your spidey senses tingling, Tanner. We pushed open the door of the shop, and when the bell jingled, the person at the counter looked up at us. It was that guy, Thrash. Sonny elbowed me, but I ignored her. I didn't want Thrash to think I was some silly kid. I wanted him to think I was cool, like he was. Seeing him up close, I could tell that Thrash was about 20 years old and tall, maybe six feet two, with shoulder-length white blonde hair. It's not that tall. It's pretty tall. He was incredibly tan, and his blue eyes were intense in his brown face. That's cool when people have intense blue eyes. Yeah, it's but it's not very cool when they're not actually that tall. Well, I'd like six foot different. four, six foot five. Cool that's kind of that's pretty height, tall. When their average height for a man, it's cool. He had three holes pierced in his right ear and two in his left. One more <laughs> than I have. I have two yep. in each ear. And he wore a wild looking copper ring that looked like a snake twining around his middle finger. I guess yep. he was good looking, but definitely not my type. Too wild, too old, and too well, just too too. Yeah. Still, I found him fascinating. Hole, holes, huh? 
Yeah, so a number he's of holes. Very powerful. Uh, Riddle babies, you, you must know at this point that the number of holes and like the the focus on the and the kinds of man-made holes. Man made holes. Man-made the, holes. Ma- sorry, the number of holes and the kinds of holes that you have in your ears and face, but mostly man made holes. Man made holes. holes. I said man made. You holes. didn't. You didn't. You just repeated yourself again. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, you said the number of holes you have, and then I said man-made, and you said, okay, you're right. The number of holes you have. Fine. The number of man-made holes that you have in your ears and or face and the type of them is a, is a sign and a symbol of power and the power that you wield in the Sitterverse. Right. And Thrash is a very powerful person. Right. He's got more holes even than Dawn. Five holes. Five holes. In and he's two, got across two ears. Fucking ring of power. Yeah, the snake. The snake, and he gives her the snake. He gives Dawn the snake. Bestows it upon her at the end of the book for saving him from himself. Yeah, he he tries to do. um, He does tries to do surf crimes. He should have called up Stacy for that because Stacy knows how to do surf crimes. She's she commits. Last time she was out, that was in Super Special Girls on the Coast. Girls on the Coast. That sounds like a surf rock album. Yeah. Like uh, (laughs) a. Beach House. Coast of Utopia, that's a Tom Stoppard play. Oh, I love Tom Stoppard. Same. I'm a Stoppard head. Yeah. What's your favorite play? Um, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. No, it's not. Maybe <laughs> oh, um, Jumpers the, is up there. Um, oh, I love the movie Jumper. Arcadia. I didn't know that Tom Stoppard wrote that. Yeah, with, with Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. <laughs> it's got that Stoppard panache to it yeah like now that now that i'm thinking about him like oh, of course tom stoppard wrote that you know yeah it's got tom stoppard stink all over it mm-hmm. jamie bell the jumper is the most disappointing movie i've ever seen in my life i was so fucking amped for that to come out you could i was like this is perfect hayden christensen you saw hayden christensen on the playbill and you're like oh eh, God, this it is wasn't perfect. hayden it wasn't hayden it was just like the the concept I remember seeing it and not I I could not tell you a single detail about it. They can which like, is bad for me because I I'm an enthusiast and when I like things yeah. like they really certain stick people with can me. like jump in and out of like space and time. I think yeah. And Hayden Christensen is one of them, and he's got to learn to control and his Jamie power. Bell. Yeah, trying to keep us focused on this text here, Tanner. Oh yeah, um, sorry. Thrash is cool, uh, and he he's calls very cool. Dawn Kalea. Take it easy, Kalea. Kalea, said Thrash, grinning at me. Kalea, I repeated. A legendary Hawaiian princess who made friends with the water god. She was a radical surfer, he said. Well, I'm pretty sure that's the plot of Moana. Well, then... Oh, I'm... is this... Oh, okay. I pee freely. I pee freely. Yeah, the Moana stole from this, from Thrash. Moana stole from this. Yeah. Yeah. So Thrash is fucking rad. That I just he's great. He's so cool. He does try to do surf crimes. Yes. And he someone tries, did someone successfully does surf crimes on him. Gonzo. And he decides to retaliate in kind, eye for an eye. I looked up to see if Ellen Miles was like a surfer because she's so, like so tight with the surfing terminology and like yep. the the realistic surfer names and like just the culture. Um she must be. Did you find anything? I couldn't. She's Here's her what you have to do. Here's what? where you went wrong. What? Look up Ellen Miles' birthday. Mm-hmm. I think you probably looked up the wrong name, is what I suspect. Oh, that's so smart. That's so you smart. You looked up Ellen Miles surfing. It's like zero results, but what you need to look up is like pragmatic miles. Yeah. Ellen Miles. God, I don't know if she has a Wikipedia. 
Yeah, she does. Okay, here we go. April 8th. And then look up what day of the year April 8th is. Okay. What's today? April 16th. Happy birthday, Alan. Missed you by eight days. It's the 98th day of the year, so going to my cool adjectives. Ellen Miles' cool surfer name is Mannered. Ooh. <laughs> so look up Mannered Miles. That's actually really good. Mannered Miles is dope. Mannered Miles <laughs> surfer. Hmm. Nothing? She's hiding her tracks really well. Huh. I'll do it in, maybe I'll do it in quotes. Mannered Miles. You know what Mannered Miles is like? It's like mild-mannered. It is a lot like mild-mannered. That's cool. Um, yeah, no, she's she's hitting her tracks well. Wow. Maybe she's part of the ex-presidents. Oh, I bet she is. Um, she knows her shit. The surfing in this book is so realistic and cool. Dawn is, wins a competition. She gets third place. Yep. I didn't tell you about the B-plot all that much. Didn't need to. It was boring. Carolyn and Marilyn are like stuck on one each other, one another because Marilyn breaks her leg or sprains her ankle on the balance beam because Carolyn wasn't keeping, wasn't spotting her correctly, and Carolyn decides to spend the rest of the book right by Marilyn's side until the girls of the Babysitters Club gaslight them into not spending so much time together. B plot. Yeah, it's a rehash, like. It's a rehash of Mallory and the Trouble with Twins. Right. They just like it's, put it back. They, they like retcon it, it. Where they're like, what if Marilyn and Carolyn stop being independent? And they start getting real. Yeah, and start getting real. Real world. Um, I felt that it was it was designed, the B-plot was designed to mirror this phrase that jumped out at me at the beginning of the book. And I'd like to yeah. share it with you. Yes. I think this is a lot like the plot of Jumper, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Even though I miss everything and everyone back in Connecticut, I'm having a great time here in California. It's wonderful to be with Dad and Jeff and my old friends. If only there were some way I could live in both places at once, life would be perfect. Interesting. So I think that's a dangerous wish. And you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of quantum entanglement. You know what it makes me think of? What? The movie Jumper. Which is probably how Jumper works. About, I think Jumper is a movie about quantum entanglement. Right. And you know what quantum entanglement is, right? Of course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Quantum Leap. Does, do they talk about quantum entanglement? In quantum it's the whole Leap? plot. So what quantum entanglement is, Super Riddle Babies, is um, you jump back in time. Right. You're a scientist in the future. Yeah. You jump back in time. Except when you try to jump forward back to your own body, what you realize is that you can't. Right. And what you need to do to get back to your own time is live through the lives right. of complete random strangers through history. So that's Slowly not- working your way back right. up through the timeline to your own time. That's not quite what Dawn is describing here. Dawn is describing okay. being in two places at the same time. Huh. Which is a paradox, but it's also possible. Jesus we know that. that it's possible because of quantum entanglement. And then you have the twins who have become separate but are like forcibly bringing themselves back together. So I feel like right. those two things – anyway, I, it made me nervous because I feel like if Dawn were able to accomplish this, it's the kind of thing that could tear apart the fabric of the universe. I think Dawn is treading on thin ice here. Right. Dawn is surfing on – Thin waves. Waves here. Yeah. What do they call them? They call them something cooler than waves. Breakers. Overheads. Breakers. Screamers. 
Scream. Dawn is, is surfing on thin screamers here. Right. Yeah. Very dangerous. It makes me worried. It's not the kind of thing that we know how fragile this universe can be. I feel like it's not the kind of thing that Dawn should be fucking with. Um, I hope that she is not successful, and I hope that this ring of power that is two intertwined snakes that a mysterious surf god gives to her is not the thing that will allow her to do it. But it probably mm. is, right? Interesting. Well, do we still do sacred objects? We haven't, um, but it did occur to me. So, Riddle Babies, you may remember when we first started talking about these novels, um, we became pretty clear to us that um, Anne and her ghostwriters leave an object of power in each mystery. Right. Uh, one of, The first was a ring, actually. It was Stacy and the Missing Ring. Right. Um, another one Next was... one was Bruce Stringbean. Bruce Stringbean. Um, which is a Stringbean. Yeah. Um, but we haven't been tracking them, at, nor, nor do I intend to. Right. But, but it feels like... This was we, Maybe we will when it's necessary. Right. When it's relevant. And it, this is a, a so... Cl- it just really jumps out at you as an object of great power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the snake ring, it's... Tanner, it's two snakes twined together. Me and you. Entangled. Like and you. Tanner. It's a little like me and you. It's a little like what I was just talking about, isn't it? The... Quantum entanglement. Quantum entanglement. Right, right, right. It's on my mind. And what you're saying is that we're quantumly entangled? No, why are you get, where are you getting this from? I don't it just I'm trying to pick up on your cues, man. I just read this really You're saying that you and I are quantumly entangled? No, I'm not saying that. It's like we're one person living in two bodies in two different places. At the I'm same not time. I'm not and wouldn't say that. Okay. Cuz uh, we're pretty close friends. Yeah, we're good buds and we do get along really well. Yes. And do see eye to eye on most things. <laughs> that <laughs> I might disagree with. Um, I am not saying that and wouldn't say that. I just wanted to talk about what do you, quantum what, what, do you, what do you mean you disagree? You don't, like, for instance, I support, like, women's rights. Okay. That, and that, you're saying that you don't? Yeah, we know, don't see eye to eye with that's, me on that it, one? That's one where we see eye to eye. Okay. Yeah. I think that I kind of believe in animals' rights, too. Like, I think yeah. that animals should... Yeah. That's another. That's another place where we do see serve or die at the hands of yeah mankind. Right, and I, that's something you disagree with. You no, feel I agree like with. You don't it. see. Eye I do to agree eye on with that one. Okay. Let's not. There are many. I love the works of Anna Martin and Ellen Miles. The books, the yeah. Babysitters Club. Okay, all right. Books. Okay, fine. We're and you're saying that you do not see the same eye to eye. Okay, are, I, you. you've proven it to me. We are the same person. Yes, you're welcome. I mean, thank you. I don't know how to introduce segments in this because we are. At the same time, quantumly entangled between Uh two states. We are the Babysitter's Club, Club, Mystery Club, and everything we do is gothic and poetry themed. But at the same time, uh, we are the We Heart Kids Club, Mystery Mystery Club. Club. Uh And does that mean that we don't do gothic poetry? Does that mean we do surfer stuff? Um, We can do either if we choose, with the caveat that if it's a segment that we haven't already written a gothic poem for in the past, there's absolutely no fucking way that we're going to do it on air. So if it's that, if that's the situation, I, I go with something surfy. And if it's not the situation, you can choose. Pick or choose. Okay. Will you um, stall for me? Okay. I'm, I'm going to stall for you, but I would love to know why. Because if you are, in fact, writing a poem... Right now, it's expressly against the rules of our podcast. It's expressly, there is one rule of our podcast, and it is that we no longer 
use rhyme zone while recording to painstakingly come up with a poem and that is because it is bad audio it's bad for listeners and it's even worse for the poor sucker who has to edit it it's not what i'm doing okay i'm looking up songs about um alternate universes universes. okay all right that's a tough one too i actually found a really interesting article recently about possible worlds theory um but i can't remember where i found it do we do that that's what you do how are you still not getting this and shall I read something about David Lewis's 1978 article, Truth and Fiction, which applies possible world theory to the problem of defining under what conditions a statement concerning a fictional world, which is not necessarily included in the text, such as Emma Bovary despise her husband. Two girls for every He defines four. fiction as stories told as true of a, a world other than the one and we call it a woody actual surf city. Here we come. You know, it's very not cherry and it's oldie but a goodie. From surf city. Here we come. Well, it ain't got a backseat or a weird window, but it still gets me where I want to go. How is that about Possible World? How is that about Uh, Other World? It's about a fictional city called Surf City. You ever heard of a city called Surf City, Jack? Thin Gruel. You ever heard of a city called Surf City? Yeah, it's in that song. No, it's a fictional place it's called surf city and in f surf city here's what happens there's two girls for every boy (laughs) thinnest of gruel no it's a it's a alternate universe where there's a city called surf city and in surf city there's two girls for every boy can i have some more of this gruel the first bowl you gave me was far too thin anyway so what we do here is so these books are um not only does Anne and her minions leave objects of great power and artifacts in each of these mystery books uh the reason that she does that is tied to the fact that the mysteries take place in a in an alternate universe from the regular a parallel and similar but alternate universe to the regular main canon babysitter's club novels and ellen occasionally will sprinkle a little tasty morsel for us uh to to show that we are on the right track and that that is indeed the case uh by having something in the book that is non-canonical in the main series or that is different in some way and it sounds like you i hope have found something of that yeah of that sort that you'd like to read to me yep great jill had brought a pile of magazines to the beach and she and Maggie were leafing through them. Sunny was trying out a new shade of fingernail polish, putting it on her toes before she applied it on her fingers. We were pretty quiet for an hour or so. Hey, where did everyone go? Sunny asked suddenly. The beach is really emptied out. I looked up. She was right. Hardly anyone was on the beach except us. The surfers had left, and not many people were sitting or strolling on the sand. The fog is coming in, I said, peering out towards the ocean. I guess that's why they took off. It's kind of creepy, said Jill. I wish Liz were coming back sooner. I didn't say anything, but I agreed with Jill. I was beginning to feel creeped out. It was about 4.30 and the sun was starting to go down as the fog rolled in. Maybe we should start packing up, I said. We could we could wait for Liz in the parking lot. I suspect, mm-hmm. Jack, that these books... Share a universe with Stephen King's short story, The Mist. Yeah, I think that's that jumped out at me. And that the fog contains 
certainly got ghosts Other in it. Otherworldly beasts and ghosts, yeah. surfer ghosts, mm-hmm. who will eat you and kill you if you get stuck in the fog. This book, we haven't talked about this enough. This book was very spooky and scary. Yes. So one of the things that happens in in the part of the book where Thrash has disappeared, presumed dead. Which is, book? Stephen King's The Mist? I get, I get them confused. I, they right. sh- you know they share a narrative universe? I think that's true, yes. Yeah, so honestly doesn't matter which one I'm talking about. I'm talking okay, about right, the, right. the, the sure, extended sure. narrative universe that contains both of these books. Yep. Um, in the part of that narrative universe where Thrash is missing, presumed dead, all these accidents start happening? Yes. Steffi steps on a nail. Uh, no, she steps on a lobster monstrosity. Oh, right. Dad, yep. yep. Dad, she's on the beach. She wakes up on the beach. She's walking. All of a sudden, something slices her yeah. foot in half and cuts off all her toes. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's this like semi sentient lobstrosity. Lobstrosity. Yeah. First introduced in Stephen King's The Dark Tower novel number two, The Drawing of the Three. Which share, I think, is probably in the same narrative universes. I think all the Stephen King books are, yeah. They tend to be. Um, Good. I hope you're still following us, uh, Riddle Babies. I suspect you are. Uh, Jellyfish attacks. There are more jellyfish attacks. There are more near drownings. Car tires uh, uh, in the parking lot. Christine. Excuse me? Stephen King book, Christine. Or Cujo. Cujo. It's about a dog attacking a car. Yeah. uh, Cars, breakdowns. None of that is ever explained. None of that is ever explained. It turns out Thrash apparently wasn't dead. If that is if that is Thrash who comes back, but the reason he disappeared was just because Gonzo. God, Ellen Miles just knows her surfing stuff so well. It, she really right. does. Yeah, it just feels so natural mean, um, to talk about. When these you say characters. Ellen Miles, do you mean? Oh yeah, mannered Miles. Mannered Miles. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Me and too. I think it maybe ties into this fucking mysterious mist. There is something spooky in this book that is st- is still unresolved. Like, it turns out that Thrash wasn't dead, and that he no. and the 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 one instance of a surfer ghost where they see someone surfing at night is explained by the fact that Thrash, who wants to keep the myth of his death alive, still wants to practice surfing, and so he's surfing at night. That's why there's a surfer ghost. God, it took us st- one hour to get to uh, revealing that. <laughs> yeah, Thrash is not a ghost. Thrash is the ghost. We are he good faked in many his own ways, death. but we are not great expositors of these books. Fakes his own death, yeah. cuts his hair, dyes it black, takes out his earrings, takes off his power ring, yeah, and begins to surf at night in the fog. Right. So that's explained, but the accidents, the mysterious accidents, the death mist... That encroaches on Palo City? None of this is explained, except by the presence of the supernatural in these novels. Right. I would love to introduce a new segment. Okay. but Let's let's do it in a non-labored way. Okay, he's knocking. Oh, what? Is there something? I would love to introduce a new segment, but is there someone knocking? Is there someone knocking on your door? On my door? No, I don't. I don't think it would be in here because I don't. I have visitors coming, but they're not. They're not due for another hour. It's not my door. I think it's your door. Do you want to open it and see? Do you want me to check? Okay. Um. CPS Child Protective Services. Oh. We're here to take the kids away from the babysitter's club because they're too distracted by the mysteries they're solving to competently care for the children. And it's called Welfare Check with CPS. (laughs) 
That's not for me though. It's not for me, and it's not my. It's not for you. Your son is, sir. Your son is well cared for. Thank you. Even we're here to take the kids away from the babysitters club (laughs) because they're not raising them. They're not caring for them competently because they're too busy solving mysteries. And it's called welfare check with CPS. Did you? And my name is Agent. A child. What's the What's the guy who's bad to David Copperfield called? Is it Uriah Heep? Your my name is Agent Uriah Heep. Ah, uh, and and my, my name is Agent Kindergarten Cop. Sure. Yep. Uh, oh wait. Although oh, I think they end up loving him. Oh, so we should be bad. We're bad. We're bad to children. Yeah. Maybe the guy from that so- that Pink Floyd song. Uh, Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville. And I'm here to talk about why the Babysitters Club shouldn't be allowed to care for children anymore, or the We Heart Kids Club. Great. Let's hear it. Good segment. What's the matter, Steffi said. You look like you saw a ghost or something. I tried to laugh. Huh, I'm okay. I took the change, grabbed my smoothie, and thanked the woman behind the counter. Let's go, Steffi, I said. We left the concession stand and walked towards the parking lot, since it was almost time to catch the bus home. What happened? asked Steffi. You look upset. It's nothing, I said. I wasn't ready to tell anyone what I had figured out. Steffi and I sipped our smoothies while we waited for the bus. I could hardly taste mine, but I pretended it was delicious. I chatted with Steffi about our plans for the next day, but I wasn't paying much attention to what she said. <laughs> Good. Don, you're caring for this young girl. Yeah. You're, you're barely listening. paying attention to you. You're thinking about your surf ghost and your surf crime. Yeah. Can I read you one? Yeah. That's not even our real routine, said Carolyn. We have this whole thing we worked out with music. She ran to the cassette player and pressed a button. An old rock song came on, and Carolyn ran back to the mats to show Marianne the real routine. She mounted the balance beam, and Marilyn stood behind her. Just then, Marianne heard the phone ring. <laughs> you guys be careful, she said. <laughs> I'll be right back. While she was taking a message for Mr. Arnold, she noticed that the music in the basement had stopped, and then as she was hanging up, she heard a sharp, short yell from downstairs. Uh-oh, she said. She raced back to the basement and found Carolyn lying on the floor, crying, Marianne, there's a reason that they hired you to look after the children. It's to <laughs> so watch them when they're doing legs. fucking dangerous shit on balance beams. <laughs> I think this is not the first time in these mysteries that this has happened. The girls are neglecting their babysitter duties. <laughs> for the sake of these mysteries. They're too distracted. And I think it's worth keeping an eye on, and I'm glad we have Agent Bad Guy from David Copperfield. Right heap. And Agent Corella Deville. Corella Deville. Yeah. And on the case. Look, I will be the first to say that these girls are great detectives. They're good detectives. But they're bad babysitters. They're bad bad babysitters. <laughs> they're good detectives, except maybe Dawn. I have mixed feelings about Dawn. Dawn does some good sleuthing she does some good sleuthing but so she's like she is at once a preternaturally good and an exceptionally awful detective yeah she finds thrash's surf wax which like cracks the case wide open but here's the passage where she finds it thrash has a certain kind of he cool a, surf the wax. only he uses it's like custom right. made by this like hippie in, in hawaii in hawaii yeah in waimea beach where i went on my honeymoon yeah, I've never been. Yeah. I have been down under, though, several times. Okay, so have I. Uh, so. And to Japan? I've been yeah. to Japan. Yeah, I've also been to Japan. And uh, Do you, uh, With you. Berlin? So, yeah, I've also, and with you. 
and we recorded a babysitter's club there. So, do you know what this is? I asked, holding Paris. up. I've the... been to Paris. Excuse me, Paris. I've been to Paris. I've been to Paris too. There's London. nowhere London. you've been that I haven't been. I was fucking born in England. Oslo. Oslo. Norway. I've been there. I've been to Sweden. Nope. Doesn't count. Different place. I've been to Finland. Different place. Okay, fine. Worst well, place. Yeah, okay. All right. Great. We just lost our all all of our fucking listeners in Helsinki. Good job. <laughs> Let me read this passage. Do you know what this is? I asked, holding up the small black and white can. It's Thrash's wax. His personal custom made wax. Nobody else uses this. Okay. Good job, Don. That's good. That's good detective work. I would hire you for my private investigation firm. Now, here's the other side of that. Okay. Sunny looked at me wide eyed. What are you trying to say? She asked. I don't know, I said. Maybe the ghost is using it. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad, Detective That's your work. first instinct, That's, Don? You did a great thing. You found a great clue. You noticed it. You noticed its significance of the case. And then you made the worst possible inference. Yeah. Maybe the ghost is using <laughs> maybe it. Maybe the ghost is using it. Not like, oh, maybe he's secretly alive. You know what, though, Jack? <laughs> yeah. You know what? What? Don was right. She was right. <laughs> the ghost was using it. The ghost it. was using it, and ghosts are real. So joke's on you. Yeah. You're the bad private eye. Because <laughs> Don was right. It's Thrash was out there. He was a ghostly presence on the waves, surfing in the fog. That's true. And he was using Thrash's sur- special... Surf wax. Surf wax. Yeah, and somebody was doing all these jellyfish attacks and, and car tire deflations. That's just... That's that, what comes with the mist. Yeah, that's the That's mist. what comes with the fog. It's the beasts. Yeah. Live in the fucking fog, man. Yeah, maybe that's when they're they keep referring to big waves as massive screamers, but maybe it's no, something. they mean the things that they like things. scream and oh, eat you. God. That's fucking terrifying. I'm gonna read those passages in a very different light now. You're gonna reread this book, yeah, of course. I'm gonna reread. Don't you reread them? I like to revisit, yeah, once a year, I like to revisit the entire canon. Yeah, take a weekend and go just, up into the woods. We'll just start. I think we should start again from the beginning. I wander it after we're done here, yeah, with the mysteries. It's just we've gotten so much new information and so many new perspectives. Like, yeah. I feel like we owe it to ourselves to start again from the beginning. Yeah. How do we do it now? Um, we say a poem. I read it better than you do, so I should read Are it. Are you sure we do that on the... Oh, we can do a surf version. Yeah, do a surf okay, version Okay, I'm going to look up surfer now. insults. Okay. Okay. Do and a surf version surfer... for me right now. Still has to be a poem. No. Yes. No, the rule is we don't make up poems. Okay. Uh, I've got... Okay, I'm on a thing called Surf Lingo. Yes. Just call up Ellen. She knows it all. Okay. Ready? Yep. You think you're hot, but you're really a grundle. So, listen up, grommet. You'll thank me a bundle. That's... Grundle is surf term for someone who, uh, a totally ugly dude that thinks he's really hot. Remarkably and good. Gromit is a name used for younger or amateur surfers, and that's how we introduce our surfer burn of the week. Remarkably good. Thank Remarkably you. well done. Thank you. And in such a brief amount of dead air. <laughs> We're talking about minutes. Yeah. Minutes of dead air, and that's it. Yeah, minutes. <laughs> We did it, even though it's against the fucking rules. We we just can't keep our fucking hands away from that hot stove. Here we are. D- now uh, we, do, so we already had one that we wrote, but now we've got uh, we had to do a surfer one. And what's your burn this week? I didn't have one. I didn't have one. 
It's a burn light. You didn't have one? That's like a first time ever. No, I, I think I might have one. It's There are almost no burns in this book, but uh, I think I have. Let me see. Can, should I read mine? It's like yeah. pretty weak, and you have to like infer a lot. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. There is no doubt in my mind, or anyone's probably, that Thrash will win the overall prize for best surfer. And sure enough, he did. He didn't get a ribbon, though. Instead, he got a big fat check. He held it up and waved it over his head. See you all down under, he shouted, grinning. He gave me a special wink, and I winked back. Okay. And I think what you have to infer from that passage is that when he said, see you all down under, yeah. he did sort of like a... Oh, he's he, like he, gesturing towards his... Gestured towards... I can't see because your hands go below camera. Right, here. But it seems like you're gesturing here, here, here. towards Look. your... Okay, he's put his camera on his crotch. Oh, boy, okay. Is di- I think that's a that's a thing that that's a name for a thing that is that crotch Isn't shot, crotch shot. Yes, but when people crotch are- chop. Oh, chop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um. So that that is a good burn. I if, assume if that that's did, what's happening. Like all these people, Alan like, Miles leaves it to the imagination. All of Surf City, USA, yeah. was like, "Oh fuck, Thrash. He's a no good bum. Like, yeah. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. And then he came back from the dead and won this competition. He's like, "Hey." Guess what, dickheads? Yeah. I'm going down under, and you, all of you, yeah, you can go down under on me, right. too. That's good, Bert, and I'm going to start using that and saying it. Yeah. Um, to the other Austin parents, okay, here's my Bert. It's not as good as yours. You made, you, you crafted, <laughs> you crafted a great, this, there are no burns in this book, Riddle Babies. No. It, it's, I, I scoured it back to front. There are no burns in it, but you yeah. craft, somehow crafted a really good burn out of n- nothing. Right. I've got what is maybe a burn. And then I'm going to I'm going to take us out by reading a passage that ends the book that is kind of just it's 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 just a burn on everyone by thrash by it just by his actions. Um but this is the burn. Stacy grabbed the phone next. "Hi Dawn," she said. "Oh, did you notice that Stacy?" No, she says Dawn. Okay. Dawn. Do you notice Hi Dong? No, she's saying Dawn. Okay. Do you notice that Stacy does? Um, I only f- discovered it this text. She does her like her eyes when she writes stuff. She does them with hearts, but she also does a heart on the exclamation point. Oh, I didn't notice, and that. it's fucking cool. How obnoxious! No, I love it. How powerfully obnoxious! It's cool. I liked it a lot. It may really endeared me to her. Anyway, Stacy grabbed. You know the phone what Weed Lord does? What does Weed Lord do when Weed Lord writes in cursive? Yeah, which he mostly does. Yeah, he. Dots his eyes and exclamation points with little skulls. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that cool? You know what Half Pipe does? All of his, um, all of his letters are like are like pipes. That must take a long time. Yeah, it's really it's really takes him a long time to sign anything. Yeah, yeah, and he often it's it, I th- I'm thinking about it. It seems like it would be really cool. It just yeah. seems like it would take a long time. He often forgets what he's doing halfway through. Yeah. So often just signs his name Half or like HP. Yeah, or HP. Oh, that would be good. I'll let him know that that would be a good way to do it. Save some time. Can I read this passage? Stacy grabbed the phone next. Hi, Dawn, she said. So tell me, was this guy Thrash cute or what? He was cute, I guess, but he wasn't really my type. Too old for one thing. And pretty short because he's only like six foot two. Stacy is so boy crazy sometimes. Sad to hear that she's still uh, suffering from boy crazy. Even in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. Diabetes and boy craziness. Boise so they, craziness too. 
Hmm. She loves fucking Boise. Yeah, that's you ever been? Beautiful great. city. Great. Good, awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad that in that we chose to dwell on my verbal. <laughs> <laughs> Go that, ahead. That that was the thing to really kind of sink our teeth into. Go ahead. Gem State, I think, is what Idaho is called. Okay. <laughs> he was cute. I Gem guess. Gem State, but potatoes. he wasn't really. Known my, for its potatoes. Let's move on. He, but he re- wasn't really my type. Too old for one thing. Stacy is so boy crazy sometimes. But there are a lot of cute guys on the beach, I added. And they all ask about you. They say, hey, where's that friend of yours from Connecticut? They do not, said Stacy, giggling. How would anyone remember me? Just kidding, I said. <laughs> That's a really good bird. <laughs> what the fuck, Don? <laughs> what the fuck? That's like pretty plausible. You, like Stacy has bird. come to visit a few times and she's oh. good looking. And she it met was a some of my book, except for these friends. two fucking brutal <laughs> savage, savage birds, savage bird, <laughs> savage. All right, I just want to read this. It's not really a burn, but it is. It's it is a full on destruction of Gonzo, and it's a good place to leave this and Journalism? to leave the Riddle Babies. No, Gonzo himself. Uh, it's okay. kind of a burn from the Muppet Babies. No, Gonzo the Surfer. Oh, okay, sorry. It's sorry. a cool yeah. adjective. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. His birthday must be some birthday that would put you in the G's. I can't. I can't do it backwards. A B C D. No, no, because there are some with there are some with a lot of a lot. So as you know, your surfer name is axiomatic, and mine is adamant. So there are a lot. There some some days have a lot of letters. Okay, as I was giving my name, I heard a murmur. So this is like everyone's like everyone's like Thrash is dead, but the competition must go on. Yeah. And Gonzo, who fucking sabotaged Thrash's surfboard, potentially getting killed. Right. Endangering his life, certainly. It thinks he's going to win the competition. As I was giving my name, I heard a murmur run through the crowd of surfers. I looked up just in time to see Thrash stroll to the stand. He was blonde again. I guess he had dyed his hair back. And he was wearing his earrings in the snake ring. He looked as much like his old self as he possibly could. He was even carrying a surfboard, just like his old one, with black designs on a purple background. I heard a few gasps as he walked through the crowd. I'm back from the dead, he announced. Is he Scottish? Yeah, I don't know. I, I put a weird wang on that back. I'm Let me try back again. from the dead. Buck. Let me try it again. I'm back from the dead, he announced with a cocky grin. And ready to rock and roll. Oh, fuck yeah. I heard a strangled scream from behind me and... And I turned to see Gonzo drop his surfboard in the sand. Gonzo! I should have known. He had turned completely pale, and he was staring at Thrash as if he were seeing, you guessed it, a ghost. A ghost. Then he turned and ran down the beach. Hell yeah. Ah! I'm back, and I'm ready to rock and roll! Fuck yeah, Thrash. Coolest (laughs) character in the history of the Big (laughs) Club. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today, Riddle Babies. Rock you like a hurricane. We're going to leave now. Riddle Babies, we told you this up front. Surf we'll tell babies. it to you again briefly. Please do subscribe to our Patreon. Riptide it, Babies. We Riptide Babies is cool. Yeah, Riptide Babies, please subscribe to our Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash podcast. You'll get a whole nother show from us every week. Some people might think that's too much. 
<laughs> well, try three, to think about it if you're people have reading, recording, and producing and editing it. <laughs> yeah. And some of you are about to have a baby. Yeah, so. and you need to go find studio space. <laughs> um, please give it give it a look. Uh, it's only $5 a month. It is the cost of a cup of coffee per month, and you get four episodes every month. And they're good, and people like it, and we like doing it, and it's fun. And it's the Little Sister Books. Buy our merch bit.ly slash bscc merch lovingly designed by baby b john and fox devil on twitter um and keep those ratings and reviews coming it really helps us to rise in the rankings or at least stay where we are in the rankings which is very important to us so if you haven't yet please do take um just a minute to go to itunes give us uh give us a rating and if you you can steal the review we wrote for this book yeah. earlier you don't you just don't have to put copy a it word for word it. Just, and just say like Tanner's Tanner and Jack's episode about yeah Dawn and the Surfer Ghost anything you it, like. that's it that's all you need to do love the podcast keep up the great work boys uh, we also yeah. appreciate the people who have taken the time to uh, write really nice reviews we do read them all and we enjoy them and I also don't. thank you to everybody who has already subscribed to our Patreon we love having you there Riddle Babies this week we read a novel that was called Babysitters Club Mystery Number Twelve Dawn. And the Surfer Ghost. Next week, we're going to be reading a little book called Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 13, Marianne and the Library Mystery. And Jack, when Jack says uh, next week, he means in two days. Jesus God. Looking forward to that. In the meantime, I don't know if we have a special sign-off, but if you don't remember, I don't remember. So I'm just going to say that I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring this week. And Claudia's wearing a bra now. The way she talks... You would think that boys had just been invented. What are those two fighting about? <laughs> I think he's saying bois. The child is saying bois, which traditionally means that he wants to make the Roomba go. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah is probably not interested in having the Roomba go. I think that's yeah. the fight right now. So, prob- so what's going on in the kitchen? Is Cyril is saying Bois and Sarah bois. is saying Bois is sleeping. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>